God bless you. Let's have a word of prayer. Our dear Heavenly Father, we love you this evening. And we thank you for your grace and mercies that has brought us this far. We are so thankful for the light of our day. And Lord, we pray this evening, forgive us of our trespasses and of our shortcomings. And may you once again, Lord, borrow our members and minister through us and minister to us. We want to be made better than we came in. May the sick be healed. May the captives be set free. May the sinner come to repentance. May the saints of God be strengthened. May we all be blessed to the glory of your holy name. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. God bless you. Shall be seated for a moment. So, I bring greetings to you from Accra, Ghana, and from the believers in West Africa. And I want to thank Brother Ed for the opportunity given to me to be here this evening and to fellowship together with the saints. And thank Brother Tim, Brother Tombre, and all the ministering brethren for this opportunity for me to be here. And uh, we love the Lord Jesus, and we love his people. And the Lord has been good to us. I do a lot of traveling. I received the message in 1978. We're young boys and students and things, and we go out to preach. We had a prayer group, and uh, we were praying, you know, and then go out and preach in the buses, in the marketplaces, in the whatever, go to the hospitals and pray, and uh, we're doing that, and uh, the Lord was good to us, and uh, he sent this message to us. And uh, some of us got it, and some people also left, but his grace has been with us, and he has brought us this far. And I've had the opportunity, like Brother Tim said, he has been to Ghana, and uh, we've traveled around, and uh, I had opportunity to travel to different parts also of West Africa and my own country, um, to the villages and different places and different countries around West Africa and some part of Africa and uh, to encourage the people of God. And uh, we thank God for all that he has been doing for us. And uh, his faithfulness is forevermore. It is all by his grace. And uh, you go out to villages and uh, places that if I go, sometimes uh, I am challenged to see the response of people, how they receive the word. Sometimes uh, one place I went, I was driving and uh, I said, where is the road? They said, just keep going. (laughs) And uh, I was scared. They said, just go, it's just bush. But behind, they had a little place where they fellowship. And these people walk in the darkness and 
Oh, these things challenges me a lot. I go to some places and uh, 5 a.m. Uh-huh. they come to church. Both mothers and children, they are there for church service. And uh, God is wonderful. God is really wonderful. So we are just here to encourage ourselves that we are not alone. And you are not alone. And I am not alone. We have him with us. And he promised that he will never leave us. No matter what you might be going through, no matter what is around you, he said, I will not leave you. So he has not left you. Even if you don't see him, he said, I will not leave you. So he is right with you. So just let's keep trusting him and uh, hold on because he is faithful. Hallelujah. So anyway, not to take much of our time, let's uh, stand and read a portion of the scriptures. <clears throat> let's read from the book of Kings. Second book of Kings. Second book of Kings, we read chapter 7, so verses from chapter 7, and then also we read from Romans chapter 3. Let us hear the word of the Lord. <clears throat> then Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, Tomorrow, about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Then a lord on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Behold, the Lord, behold, if the Lord will make windows in the heaven. My distance be. And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but shalt not eat thereof. And there were four leprous men at the entry in of the gate. And they said one to another, why sit we here until we die? If we say we will enter into the city, then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit still here, we'll die also. Now therefore, come and let us fall onto the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. And they, and they arose up in the twilight to go unto the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the uttermost part of the camp of the Syrians, 
Behold, there was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel have hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Wherefore, they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their houses, even the camp as it was, and fled for their life. And when these lepers came to the uttermost part of the camp, they went into one tent and did eat and drink and carried things, silver and gold and raiment and went and hid it and came again and entered into another tent and carried things also and went and hid it. Then they said one to another, we do not wear. This day is a day of good tidings, and we hold our peace. If we tarry till the morning, till the morning light, something, some mischief will come upon us. Now therefore, come, that we may go and tell the king's household. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 3, verse 3. For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? God forbid. Yea, let God be true, but every man a liar. As it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy sayings, and mightest overcome when thou art judged. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. Shall be seated. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We are serving the living God. And our God is real. And our God is alive. And is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His promises are yea and amen. And whatever he promises, that's what he does. He will always fulfill his word. Now, what if some did not believe? And Apostle Paul said, shall their unbelief make the faith of God with that effect? He said, God forbid. And God forbid today. It does not matter who believes and who don't believe. He will fulfill his word. No matter what. He will fulfill his word. Because he said, I am watching over my word and I will perform it. And he said, heaven and the earth will pass away. But my word we never pass away. So what if some did not believe? 
It will not do anything against God. The prophet said, he said, unbelief does not hinder God. He said, some might think it does, but it does not. Because God has a program. And God will go ahead and fulfill his program. Because he has a purpose in everything that he does. And the scripture says, known unto God are all his works before the foundation of the word. So he knows you will be here. He knows I will be here. He knows where you will be sitting tonight. He knows the dress you will be wearing. He knows everything. He knows our thoughts. He knows where you dwell. He knows where you work. He knows your family. He knows every one of us. And the scripture tells us, those that he foreknew, he predestinated. Hallelujah. And those that he predestinated, he called. And those that he called, he justified. And those that he justified, he have already glorified. So the scripture tells us that the love of God was slain before the foundation of the world in the thoughts of God. For what reason? For what purpose? For us. And your name and my name and the name of his children is elect were put in the last book of life before before there was any star before there was any creation before there was any Adam before there was any angel before there was anything our names were placed in the last book of life it was written there that's what he did Therefore, Jesus said, all that my father have given to me, they will come to me. Somebody say, praise the Lord. They will come to me and I will not lose one of them. He said, because my father who gave them to me is greater than all. And he said, they are engraving in my palm and nothing can snatch them from there. So that talks to you about the security of the believer. The believer has eternal security. So there is no need to worry and there is no need to fear that maybe I'm not going to make it. We are going to make it. The bride will make it. The elect will make it. Because we were given to him. 
before the foundation of the world. And he said, no one can pluck them out of my hands. No matter how much the devil tries. No matter whatever power rises against us. He said, they cannot pluck them out of my hands. Praise the Lord Jesus. Nothing can pluck any of his own. We are secure. We are protected. Hallelujah. Praise be to our God. And he said, my sheep, they also know my voice. I call them by their names. They will follow me. No matter where they will be placed. No matter what the enemy will do. No matter what power will rise up against them. He said, my sheep know my voice. I call them by their names. And they will follow me. He said, I know my sheep. Hallelujah. So there is no need for you to worry. Because the prophet of God said, there is no virtue in worrying. Whatever condition, whatever state, whatever challenges that we have, there is no need to worry. We are asked to cast our cares unto the Lord. Because he cared for us. He brought us here. He purchased our salvation. He bought us with a price and for a purpose. And Brother Branham said, his purpose can never and will never be defeated. So rest assured, hold on to the word of the Lord. Because God's word can never fail. What if someone did not believe? Shall the unbelief make the faith of God without effect? He said no. Because God has a plan. A master plan. That is with himself. And nothing surprises God. And nobody can surprise him. When the first couple fell, it was not a surprise to God. No. He planned it that way. And the devil didn't know about that plan. That it was a need to be a savior. It was a need to be a healer. It was a need to be a deliverer. Hallelujah. He has a purpose. He has a plan. And he will see to his own program. Not your programs. Not our programs. Not our plan. His own plan. He says sometimes we think things are going out of cater. Things like, oh, this one is there. Oh, why this one? No, no, no. Nothing is out of cater. Somebody is controlling everything. He rules in the affairs of men. He knows about your family. He knows about your challenges. Hallelujah. Trust in the Lord. 
and cast your cares upon him. Because he does not fail. He brought us here for a purpose. And this earth is only a testing ground. It's a testing ground. That every one of us has been brought here. So that's why we bypass at your finish. That wet body. And we became flesh. So that we'll be tested. But don't forget, the prophet of God said, if you have a trial, that means you find favor with God. And he said, it means that God has confidence in you. And that shows that God knows that you will stand the test like Job. And the more loyal you are, the more the test. You see, the reason why we are being tested is because God is more interested in your character than your comfort. God is looking for character. For without character, we cannot run with God. And God is more interested in you being holy than you being happy. He wants us to be like him. To believe like him. Because he believes his own word. When he spoke in the beginning and he said, let there be light. He believed it. He said, we are told it might have taken hundreds of years. Thousands of years. But God knew there would be light. Because he believed the word. And God waited patiently for the word to be made manifest. Believe God's word. So that we'll be like our father. Because our father believes his word. And if we are his children, he wants us to believe like he believes. Have faith in the word of the Lord because God has faith in his own word. And Brother Branham said, faith waits with patience for the word to be fulfilled. Faith doesn't worry because there is no virtue in worry. Faith believes the word. Faith rests on the word. Oh Lord help us. What if some did not believe? If you don't believe, your unbelief will hinder you of the blessings of God. The prophet of God said, if we are afraid, or you are afraid, to take, to take what God said, and you are afraid, or maybe it will not come to pass. Brother Branham said, it is an insult to God. It's an insult to God. For you to be afraid. 
that what God has said will not come to pass. May God help us. When God speaks his word, oh, the prophet of God said, God will fulfill his word to the letter. Remember, he has a purpose. He has a time. He has a reason. And his word will be fulfilled in its season. So the scripture says, the vision is for an appointed time. And he said, even though it tarries, wait for it. Because it will come to pass. Because it will speak. Because God will fulfill his word no matter what. The scripture said to them that believe all things are possible. You believe all things? All things. That is what God says. What if some did not believe? The prophet of God said unbelief is the oldest sickness, disease in this world. Born in the garden of Eden. To that one word of God in the beginning. That's serious. Is to be cut off, to be alienated. The prophet of God says so. Whatever God says, God will do it. When God speaks, Hallelujah! He knows how it is going to be fulfilled. He knows the characters involved. He knows what part everybody will be playing. He knows who will believe and who will not believe. Before the foundation of the word. So if somebody says, I don't believe, he doesn't do anything to God. He knew that you will not believe. He doesn't, nothing surprises him. And remember this, when he promises, uh-huh. when he promises, remember, he already has everything within. A prophecy is the mind of God determined, finish. Yeah. It's already finished. It is settled with God. When Isaiah prophesied, when Jeremiah prophesied, a virgin shall conceive, God knew the character that would be involved. And he knew when it would come to pass. Mm, hallelujah. So when he, uh, Malachi prophesied about the last days, and he said, I will send you a light of the prophet, and he will turn the heart of the children to the faith of the father, God knew who would be involved. Yes. And we were the people that he saw yes. before the foundation of the world, yes. and he foresaw us that this one, and this one, and this one will believe my word. Yes. The word is said to be believed. And the children of God will believe it. Because my sheep know my voice. If you are not a child of God, you can never believe it. The prophet of God said, 
Jesus, when he came on this earth, going to Calvary, he did not come so that uh, when maybe when the people see the way I will suffer, and then the people will believe. No! He didn't. He knew the people that he was coming for. Because redemption belongs to the children. Hmm. So he came to look for his own. And he will find his own. Don't forget. No serpent seed will make it to the rapture. To the kid. No. Only the elect will make it. And I used to tell the people, when we get to heaven, there will not be any empty seat there. To say that, oh, this brother didn't come. Ah, this somebody. No, 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 no. And it will not be overcrowded. So, oh, no, you take my place. No. Nobody is going to take my place. And nobody will take your place. If you were in God, if you were in his thoughts, if you were part of him, before the foundation of the world, you will be there. Hey, if you lost, you will be found. will bring you back home because he paid the price for us what if some did not believe it will not change the program of God at all when the Lord was entering to Jerusalem Zachariah has already prophesied Rejoice, O daughter of Zion. Thy king cometh upon thee. Is meek, is humble, riding upon the court of an ass. They didn't want to do it because of jealousy. But that day, when he sat upon the donkey, the disciples and they raise up their hands and the palm branches and they, they begin to shout, Hosanna. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the eyes. And the babies and the children and be running and shouting. And the Pharisees, the religious leaders say, Master, look at what they are saying. See what they are, look at what they are saying. Don't you hear? Stop then. And Jesus said, if this will hold their peace, the stones, the rocks, we cried out because the word must be fulfilled. Somebody will fulfill it. Somebody will cry. Somebody will shout. Somebody will praise him. Somebody will worship. Somebody will praise him. Somebody will believe. No matter what. Somebody will believe. If you don't believe, it does not stop God. Praise the Lord Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. What if some did not believe? I don't believe the message again. But. Hallelujah. It doesn't stop the message. 
Hallelujah. The prophet said, don't let nobody tell you that any kind of a move in this world can ever interfere with God's great cog. She is moving right on with it. It was planned back there in the beginning. There aren't a devil or enough devils can interfere with his program. No movement. No man. No power. Can interfere with what God had decided to do before the foundation of the world. Nobody can change it. No power. He said there are not enough devils that can interfere with it. Because he said, I the Lord have planted. I will watch over it. It will grow. I will protect it. Woo, hallelujah. What his son did not believe. Without change the program of God. Nothing. You cannot stop God. No man can stop God. No power can stop God. The unbeliever will only stop the unbeliever. God said, I will raise up stones. Because when God speaks, somebody will receive it. It's for his elect. It's for his children. Hallelujah. He said, they will come to me. Nobody can stop the elect. Nobody can stop the move of God. Nobody can quench the fire that God himself started. God lighted it. It cannot be stopped. Hallelujah. I know you think I'm crazy, but that's what I believe anyway. Unbelief does not stop God. That not, does not stop his program. Does not stop his move. Does not stop nothing but the unbeliever. Unbelief don't stop God. It don't bother God. Huh? It doesn't bother God. It doesn't hurt God. What are you talking about? Your unbelief. God has determined to do. God has planned it. Before the world began, He has planned His program. And somebody, there is no God. That's your talking. You don't believe. We believe it. The prophet said, "Said there is no Holy Ghost. People are receiving the Holy Ghost in the hour. You said there is no healing. People are being healed in the hour." Oh yes, God is working every day. God is moving every day. Somebody has been ordained to believe. Somebody has been chosen to believe. Because he placed a seed. Yes, sir. A gene. Woo! 
before the foundation of the world said, when the deep calls, the deep will respond. How did you believe? How did you believe? How did we believe? Is it because you understood everything? No. Yeah, but something you said, this is the truth. This is it. Oh, this is it. Hallelujah. Something because God put something in you. He made the devil sit in you. What if some did not believe? God will not go around and beg people, oh no, please don't leave the message. No, 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 no. When Jesus with his disciples and he preached and 70 went away. 70 went away. Can you imagine that? And it was that with 12. 12. 70. Hallelujah. And he stood there and looked at them. He said, will you also go? He said, I have caught 12 of you. But one of you is a devil. That is a hard message. He said, one of you is a devil. If you want to go, you can go. He did not explain it to them. But he preached the word to them. Hallelujah. Hey, God will not come around and baby you. No, no, no. God doesn't do it that way. No, he doesn't baby people. He's calling his elect. And those that he called, he worked on them. He put them to the test. To be trained. To have trials. To have challenges. And he said, the more loyal you are, the more the test. The prophet said here, let me just read it. Are you here? He said the Christian life. It seems like the Christian life. If the fellow is not absolutely centered on Christ. The Christian life. It seems like holds so many disappointments. It seems like the Christian Life holds so many disappointments. But those disappointments are God's divine will happening to us. Now, he doesn't seem like it will be that. But it is God's way of doing things. He let us hit the river to see what we will do. See how God let things happen. Just tear you to pieces. Test you. Every child that comes to God might be tried and tested. And he said, all those things are done to prove your faith. Your man, your woman, mothers and fathers, 
God allowed these things to prove our faith. To see what you will do. So, whatever you are going through now, he wants to see what you will do. He wants to see what he will do. How they said this about me, and they said this about me, and they did this to me, and they did that to me. Yes, they did it. Remember, you are not going to answer for what is done against you. You are going to answer for your response. Did you get that? You are not going to answer for what is done against you. You are going to answer for your response to what has been done against you, what has been said against you, what is done against you, what, what your response, what you will do, what you will say, that your response is what you are going to answer to. You will answer for yourself. Hallelujah. What if son did not believe? With that unbelief, make the faith of God with that effect. No. It was Paul that wrote this scripture. And don't forget, he was called Saul before. He was fighting against the cause of God. He taught these disciples, what are they teaching? What are they talking about? They make you another God, this Jesus that we know him, and now you want to make him God, you want And he begin to fight against him. Go from place to place. Arrest them. He had permission, he had authority. And he goes and pick this one, pick that. And he was on his road to Damascus. Persecuting the saints. And there, and there something happened. He met God, the pillar of fire. And he fell down from his house. And the Lord said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Ah, think about it. All that he has done before. Just God allow him to go. Just go ahead. Just do it. But he will get ready for you one day. And he said, hey, you can't go no further. This is your last stop. You can't go no further. Your last stop is here. Hallelujah. Why are you persecuting? It's a water. Lord. And he said, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Ah, Jesus? And Brother Brenham said, and he knew from that day that the Jehovah of the Old Testament is Jesus of the New Testament. Yeah, all Israel, the Lord our God is one. And his life was changed. It's everything changed. And God spoke to Anna.
Ananias. Not the thief. The proper one. The correct one. The one living by the word of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And God said, there is a man here in this house. His name is Saul. Go. He's praying. Go to him and lay your hands upon him. I like that. God said he's praying. What will he find you doing? It said, he is praying. And remember, he knows whatever we are doing at all times. And wherever we are, and we be, whatever we think about, he said, that man is praying. What will he say about you? She is gossiping or by biting. What is he doing? What will he be, what will he find you doing? In this hour, he knows where we are, he knows what we are doing at all times. Ananias said, Oh yeah, I've heard about that man. He's not a good fellow at all. He's a man that has been persecuting us. And I even learned he was on his way coming here because of us. And God said, He is a choosing vessel. Nobody can tell God what to do and who to save. If God will ask you a question about Timothy or about this one, about this sister, about even something about your own wife, you have things to say sometimes. Oh, you heard, oh, that man. Oh, that sister. Ah. But thank God, he does not seek permission from nobody. God is sovereign. He is sovereign. He does what pleases him. He doesn't seek any man's opinion. He doesn't seek any man's ideas. Praise be to his name for that. God spoke to Ananias and said, That man is a choosing vessel. Go and lay your hands upon him. Do what I say. And he went. And I thank God for that. When he went, he addressed him. He said, Brother Saul. The word corrected him. The word straightened him. Brother Saul. May God give you back your sight. And he took him. Let's go to church. His doubts were dissolved. Because God said, this is a man, his name, and the disciples were troubled. Because he was making havoc of the church, of the believers. But God stopped him on the way, and God told him, go, don't be afraid. I have touched him already. I have changed him. I've met him on the way. And when a man meets God, when a woman meets God, when a boy meets God, whoever meets God will be changed. 
will never be the same. Your thinking, your ideas, your plan, your life, everything changes. You can never remain the same. May God help us. And he took him, he said, let's go to church. Let's go, brother. So. And I used, I tried to imagine the first day Saul went to church. <laughs> and the believers, some people might know him. And they might say, hey, look at that man there. Who is that man? And this Ananias brought him to church. Oh. What happened? Ananias, come here. Why did you bring that man there? Why did you bring that man to church? Oh, the Lord spoke to me. The man has changed. No, he has not changed. He's pretending. He just wants to know where we are. And I said, sometimes people come to us, oh, sister, I'm sorry, brother, I'm sorry. And you say, no, you are lying. It's not from your heart. How do you know what is from the heart? And what is not from the heart? And then, when you should receive it, somebody say, I'm sorry. When you should receive it, you are saying it's not from his heart. So what is from the heart? He took what God said. And he took him along. And he treated him as a brother. Because God said, this man is a trusted vessel. And here we are sometimes, we cannot even treat ourselves the way we have known ourselves. We have been in church, we have been fellowshipping together, and we cannot even treat ourselves with, with respect. Then we have suspicions, and we have doubts, and we have questions. May God help us. The purpose why we come to church is to be washed by the washing of the water of the word. That when God comes and speaks to us, we are supposed to forsake our ways. Because the word comes to straighten us. So that we will follow the instructions of God. The word that is given to us. But what do we do with it? What are we doing with it? Many a times, we fail to see what God is doing in our lives. We don't even appreciate that. Because we are looking at somebody else. When the Lord Jesus rose from the dead, and uh, there was John and there was Peter. And the Lord said to Peter, Simon, follow me. Peter said, what about John? What about that brother? What about him? We are, what about him? And Jesus said, what is that to you? What is that to you? Why are you concerned about somebody? And you are refusing your call. And you are refusing God's order. What is that to you? Every one of us is different. You are different. 
You are called for a purpose. I am called for a purpose. Everyone has been called to play a part in the body. And you look at somebody and you don't appreciate what God is doing in your life. What God is doing in your family. What God is doing around you. Because you are looking at somebody. Why didn't he make me like this one? Look at this one. I wish I'm, I look at that one. Look at that for what? Do you know what that one is going through? You don't know. May God help us. I was telling a little story. I said a man and he, and he drives the car and the wife is in the front. And when the car stops, the man quickly runs around and opens the door for the wife. To get out. And so he, he always opened the car for his wife. You never opened the door for me. But they came to know one day that that part of the car, you can't open from inside. You have to open from outside. <laughs> there was a problem with the door. <laughs> May the Lord help us. What you were crying for. He opened the door for the car, his wife. Every time they want to. The, the car has, the door has problem. So don't try to compare your life with somebody else. Don't do that. You are unique. You are special. And God has a, a, a program for you. And he has a purpose for your life. Hallelujah. Oh, what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? No. But Abraham said in the days of Noah, only the unbelievers died. When Noah was building the ark, and God told him to enter with those that believe. And the unbelievers, religious as they were, scientific as they were, and they said nothing like this is going to happen. There is no rain, no flood, nothing. It didn't stop the flood from coming. It didn't stop it. The flood came and they died. It became entertainment to them. They look at the monkey coming in. They look at the elephant coming in. They look at the animals. What is that? Noah is a magician. I will never enter that kind of church. I will never do this. What would that do against God? Unbelief doesn't stop God. Listen, God will raise up people to fulfill his word. Somebody will believe. Somebody will stand for it. Hey. Don't be looking around. Oh, that brother did this. That sister did that. It's, it's not up to you. It's up to God. I look at people and they, oh, but the prophet like, brother Abraham did this, brother Abraham. You know what Abraham did? If you have been in the days of Abraham, would you have believed Abraham? He told a lie. Abraham, the father of faith. What about David? 
Huh? Moses. My brother Brown said, whether they rise or fall, it is unto their Lord. It's not my business. They are not answerable to me. They are answerable to God. Hallelujah. What if some did not believe? It will not change the program of God at all. When the, in the days of Elijah, when Elijah prophesied that uh, uh, Ahab will die, then the Ramoth Gilead, when they were going to Ramoth Gilead, and then he called Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat came in, and Ahab said, okay, you know what we are going to do? You dress like me, I'll dress like you. He wanted to dodge the word of God. He wanted to act smart. So Ahab dressed like Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat dressed like Ahab. Say, let's go. And they went to war, and then they ran after Jehoshaphat. And they want to strike him. He, I'm not the one. He began to scream out, no, no. I... And then, oh, wait, there's something. God watches over his word. And God's word will be fulfilled to the letter. Why they didn't strike Joseph at? Why they didn't kill him? Because there was a prophecy, a message in the camp of the Syrians not to touch any Israeli, only the king of Israel. Because Elijah has prophesied. And God will see to that word. And they realize, no, it's not him. He's not the one. Why did they strike him? God watches over his word. And they stop. And then they saw Ahab somewhere. Maybe he was hiding. So yeah, they've chased him now. He, he, have, he might be thinking, I'm a very wise man. And somebody said, shh. Listen, God is watching over every word he has said. How he is going to do it? It's not my business. It is not your business. Our business is to believe. Leave it with him. And let him do what he wants to do. How he wants to fulfill it is up to him. The prophet of God said, in the days of our Lord Jesus Christ, there was a massive unbelief. Oh. He said, God does things in a way to make the unbeliever to disbelieve more. They talk about his birth. They talk about his life. They talk about his teaching. Everything. Ah, look at what he said before Abraham was I am. Where were you born? Everything. And they disbelieving. Hell. Oh, uh, when he stood before Pilate and the, uh, and the Pilate said, uh, are you the Christ? Are, are you the king? Are you the, and the, see, Pilate thought Jesus was afraid of him. And Jesus said, if my kingdom were of this earth, my people will fight for me. Right. Right. If I want you to know, except the power is given to you from above, you can do nothing to me. He said, don't you think I can command 12 legions? And they'll come right now. Yes. Oh, but he said, how then 
with the scriptures be fulfilled. He submitted himself to the scriptures, to the word. He humbled himself to the word. How did he have the power? Remember, when they came to Gethsemane, and he was praying, and he said, he said, who do you want? He said, Jesus of Nazareth. He said, I am the one. The Bible records said they went and fell down. They got up. He said, I am the one. They fell down. He has to commit himself to them. He has to surrender to the word of the Lord. He has the power. But he stayed with the word. He submitted to the word. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. What if some people did not believe? They say, if you are the Christ, come down. He was the Christ. And he is the Christ. He didn't listen to what he was saying. He came to do, to fulfill the purpose of God. And God brought us here for a purpose. You are here for a purpose. We are here for a purpose. Don't try to look around. Keep your eyes on Calvary. Don't be looking around. Oh, look at this one. No, 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 no. We are different people. We have been called differently to serve different purposes in the kingdom. Some of the disciples, they cut off their heads. Don't forget, Peter was in jail. The angel of the Lord came down. And he said, he was sleeping between two men in chains. What are these that? What evil did they do? Because of preaching Jesus Christ. In chain. Two men. But listen, what is that to God? The angel of the Lord came down. The men were there. The gate was locked. Oh, without God, nothing shall be impossible. God can change any situation. God can solve any problem. God can heal any sickness, any disease. God is God. There is nothing too hard for God to do. God is not afraid of nothing. And I said, when the angel of the Lord descended, he was not walking like no, he was in control. Yeah. Just move there. Just start, Peter. Mm-hmm. Get up. Yeah. Get up. Yes. And he got up. He said, "Take your jacket. Take it. Wear your shoes. Whatever you brought here, take it along." The soldiers were sleeping. They were lying down. That is what our God can do. He took him and said, follow me. And the gate opened and this opened and that opened. The same God we are serving. If we want you to get out, he will do it. He can do anything. Apostle Paul was in jail. They beat him out there. They threw him out there. And the end, they begin to sing in the prison, clapping their hands and worshiping God. And the prisoners heard them singing. 
or in every situation, you got to make a choice. You can. You can choose to be sad. You can choose to focus on the promises of God. Or you can choose to focus on your problems. On the promises or the problems. You got a choice to make. They choose to praise the Lord. They choose to worship the Lord. In the affliction. Oh, somebody say, I don't feel like going to church. I, I don't feel like praying. Hey, we pray. Even if you don't feel like praying, pray. You don't feel like coming to church, come to church. You don't feel like clapping your hands, clap your hands. You don't feel like singing, sing. Because we are not dependent upon feelings. We have an order from God. Too much of feeling, all this. No, no, forget about that. They have been beaten and they were bleeding. And they began to sing and clap and worship God until the prison doors open. They didn't run out. The angel took Peter out. He never asked Paul to go out. Paul stayed right there. Paul and Silas, they were in the prison. Because they were called for a purpose. They were there for a purpose. The angel said, they were there. Until the doors were open and they were sitting down there. Until the morning, the jailer woke up the, 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 the guy and he's, oh, oh, what are they? He said, we are here. They even same message that, oh, let them go. They said, we are not going. The people who put us here, let them come and take us out. You beat us, you disgrace us in the public, you want us to go secretly. No, come yourself. They were trembling. Listen, we are different. Don't compare your life to anybody. You are different. You must know the purpose why God brought you here. Why are you here? Why are we here? What am I doing here? Because the Bible tells us those that compare themselves to themselves are not wise. You miss the blessings of God. You miss what God is doing. Hallelujah. May God help us. Hallelujah. Listen, let's read uh, the story that we read in the beginning. And that was Elisha in the days when there was famine in the land. There was no food. The Syrians besieged Samaritan, the city. The city of the Samaritans and the, and there was nothing. And he said the famine was so severe, they've sold all that should be sold. Their horses, their asses, their what, 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 until they begin to eat their children. Can you imagine that? Terrible. But Elisha was around. Oh, hallelujah. And, oh, God have mercy. The king was bringing Elisha. It's because of Elisha. And he even sent to cut the head of, head of Elisha. Can you imagine that? Many a times we want to blame people for our shortcomings. For our problems, for our failures. It's because of my wife. If not for my wife, I believe this message. If not for my husband, I believe. If, oh my God. 
God help us. Hallelujah. Elisha, the word of the Lord came to Elisha, and Elisha said, tomorrow, at this time, there will be food in abundance. A fine bag, fine flour, of bag of flour will be sold at one shekel. Two bags of belly, barley, one shekel. And that denominational man said, ah, it cannot be. If God opened the windows, will these things be? The prophet looked at him. You will see with your eye, but you will never eat of it. You will never eat of it. Because you don't believe it. Oh, God help us to believe. He was trying to reason it. He was trying to imagine, looking at the conditions and the situations. How can these things be? I've been to doctor, I've been to the hospital, I've tried this, I've tried that, I've tried... So what? I've been to the best specialist, I've been to this one. So what? God is God. God is no man. God is God. He can do anything, anytime, anywhere, no matter the condition, no matter what anybody says, no matter how much you are written off, no matter how many people say there's a miracle is past, no matter how many people say there is no five-four ministry, the five-four ministries are here. The five-four is preaching. The bride is being blessed. The bride is being edified. What if son does not believe? Said your unbelief made the fivefold without effect? It's no possible. God gave the promise. He gave gifts. Some apostles, some teachers, some prophets, some pastors, some evangelists. The word says so. What if some did not believe? Does that condemn it? Does that nullify it? Does that make it without effect? God forbid. Hallelujah. Oh, that man said, even if God opened the windows of, must these things be? The prophet said, you will see, but you will never eat. How is God going to do it? He tried to imagine. How will it be done? That's not your business. That's not our business. Our business is to believe. Our business is to take God at his word. Because when the prophet spoke, God has to take care of it. And the next day, there was four lepers. Hungry as anyone else was hungry. And they said to themselves, if we go into the city, there is anger there. We will die because there is no food. If we stay here, we will die, there is no food. Say, well, let us maybe go to the Syrians. Say, hey, Syrians, our own people are not ready for us. What about Syrians? He said, listen, we are facing death anyhow. The state we are in, we have to do something. Don't sit down, complain, and do something about it. There is nothing to lie down and be crying and be complaining. And be, no, 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 there is no virtue in it. It is attribute of unbelief. So don't just sit down and criticize and condemn this and look at that brother and look at this one. He cannot even do it away. You that can do it away, what are you doing? 
Huh? You can do it well, and you are not doing it. Must that mean so nobody should do it? Stop that thing, man. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't just sit down and criticize. Don't sit down. Oh, look at this one. Oh, look. No, 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 no. What you that can do better? What are you doing? He's shouting too much. Did he stop you from shouting? He said amen too much. What about you? Glory. Hallelujah. Let's do something for the king. Let's do something for the king. Let's do service to the king. Let's worship the king. Let's come to church. Let's sing. Let's put in all our strength, all our might, and everything that is in us. Brother Branham said, you'll be mortal only once. Only once. You'll be mortal. So this mortal season, let us serve God with our heart, with our might, with our strength, with everything that we can do. But if you don't do it, somebody will do it. God will raise up people. That is why we have been raising up in this hour to testify of the greatness of our God. It does not matter who lives. Oh, this one says I don't believe the message. You can go. You don't believe. I believe. Oh, yeah. You don't believe. It doesn't. I believe it. God asked me to believe. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The leper said, let's, anyway, let us go, let's go. Maybe they will kill us, maybe. And remember this, four hungry lepers. A leper, in the first place, these toes are chopped off. They cannot even work, work correct. So just try to walk. And they were hungry, very light. And they tried to walk. Nobody should talk. And as they were moving, as quiet as they were trying to go, to sneak in, this great God, this Jehovah God, if he can get people to use, if somebody can take a stand, if somebody can yield to him, no matter how little you are, no matter how weak you are, no matter how sick you are, he will use you. To glorify his name. To change the situation. If God gets somebody. And here where this leper is just going. As they were walking. God amplified. Their footsteps. Every step. Whoa, 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 whoa. And uh, Syrians. Wait, 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 listen. What is that? They are coming. Who? Lepers. But they themselves call. He said, ah, they have hired the kings of the Hittites. They've hired the kings of the Egyptians. That's how sometimes we call diseases upon ourselves. 
I'm suffering from this. Who? I'm suffering. Maybe the way I'm feeling is this. Nothing. They have called the kings of the Egyptians and oh, look at and they ran and they left everything. The amazing thing to me is if they were so much in hurry to run, they should have used their horses. But they left their horses. They left their horses because the children of Israel needed horses. They left their donkeys. They left everything because the children of Israel were poor at that time. They have nothing. And God said, I will supply your needs. God makes a way where there is no way. He knows our needs. He cares for us. And he is mindful of us. When he said mindful, that is, his mind is full of you. God's mind is full of you. Why do you sit and worry and cry? God is mindful of you. He promised, I will not leave you. He promised, I will take care of you. He promised, I will supply your needs. He said, I am your healer. I am your provider. He said to Abraham, he said to your old age, I am your God. I will not leave you. I will not fail you. What if son did not believe? Said your unbelief make the faith of God without effect. The lepers went there. And when they got there, there was nobody there. What you are afraid of? What they were afraid of, there was nothing there. God has taken care of the situation. Like the women going to the sepulchre on that day. Who will take away the stone? When they got there, there was no stone. It has already been taken care of. Oh, let's walk forward. Let's move forward. Let's press on. Let's trust the Lord. He will take care of the journey. He will make a way for us. He made the way through the Red Sea. He made a way where there was no way. They moved forward and they saw the glory of God. Church of the living God. Let's cast down reasons. Let's obey the word. Let's trust in the Lord. Oh, because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's still the healer. He's still the savior. He's still the baptizer. He's still the deliverer. He's everything to us. What if some did not believe? And the lepers got there. Huh? Huh? What are they? And they eat. They took silver. They took gold. Hide it. So, so, ah, so somebody's, ah, is it what they call laptop? (laughs) Somebody, ah, smartphone. I've not had money to buy it. (laughs) Food, everything. Oh. But the prophet said tomorrow at this time. God was watching. And then it dawned on them. Hey, today is the day of good tidings. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good tidings. These lepers bringing good tidings. Oh, hallelujah. Beautiful feet. 
Oh, bring it good tidings. He said, today is the day of good tidings. Don't stay. Let's go. Let's go and spread the good news. Let's go and talk about the good news. That God has made a way. That God has done it again. That there is freedom. There is healing. Jehovah has made a way. That Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. That God has visited the people. Oh, hallelujah. And they went there. And I believe they carry food with them. Because there must be evidence. They brought evidence. They had food. People saw it. Hey, people have not seen bread for long. Where did you get it from? Maybe before nobody was talking to the leper. Nobody greeted the leper. Nobody shaken with the leper. Everybody condemns the leper. But God used the leper. God can you say the body. God can change the situation. So don't look down upon anybody. Don't look down upon any sister, any brother. No matter who they are, don't look down. Hallelujah. And here was the lepers. God can use anybody. And they brought the food. Where did you get it from? Oh, people. Oh, you want some? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I thought you don't shake hands with leper before. Oh, we are the same people. May God help us. Don't despise any child of God. Everybody is unique. So don't despise anybody. Because you never know tomorrow. And they brought the food. They brought the news. And they have to go and bring it and bring it and bring it. Oh, and as the prophet said. God knows how to bring his prophet word to come to pass. That's why we have this message. Yes, sir. God sent a prophet to us. He gave us the message. Oh, you try to understand. You try to explain. You will not be able. Because Brother Brennan said, God makes it ridiculous. And he said, faith is ridiculous to the unbeliever. God knows how to bring it to pass. God knows what to do. Hallelujah. And when they brought the food, this man that said, it can never be. He saw it. And when they brought the food, ah, everybody was happy, rejoicing. He comes there. Maybe he tell the people, everybody must bring driving license before you get food. What? Driving license? For what? The Bible said, they ran and put him down. And they walk on him. God sends anointing to fulfill his word. They were not there when the prophet spoke. But there was an anointing that came down. And they pushed him down and he died. Why? Because of what he said. Say good things. Confession is to say the same things. Say what God says. Confess what God says. Because what God has said, he will bring it to pass. God be with us. God bless you. What if some did not believe? God, anyhow, anyhow, anyway, somehow, some way, some way, somehow, He knows how to turn things around. May God be with us. Have faith in God. Believe the word. Don't doubt it. Don't reason with it. It doesn't matter what anybody says. Say what God says.
Say what the prophet said. Stay with the word of the Lord. God bless you.